0: Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter and this week has been interesting and very intense. We continue with the topic judging. Today we are in day four and we are going to answer this topic where we stopped yesterday. What does right judgment look like? So right judgment looks like confronting explicit sin. We said yesterday that it's not just about suspecting, suspecting that somebody is sinning. We have to <laughs> to be sure beyond a reasonable doubt that you you are sure that uh, somebody has sinned. It's not suspicion. It's not guessing. You you accountable you're holding somebody accountable uh, ac- uh, uh, be- according to the standard of the scripture, and you know without a reasonable doubt that they have broken the standard of the scripture and that is done uh with permission it's not you're not being judgmental you're not being pointing you're not talking about it behind their back you're not criticizing you're not making assumption about what is hidden in their heart about about their intention no 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 and so we said it is done the goal of that accountability it is done Uh, as right judgment and the goal is for confession and to encourage and to point them back to the gospel and so what does right judgment look like so right judgment looks like confronting that explicit sin in another believer out of love and for the purpose of repentance and reconciliation and, and, and so it comes to the point where we ask ourselves if we are not supposed to judge those outside the church or those that are not believers and we are not supposed to judge the outward appearance. According to Leviticus 19.15 and Romans 12.16-18, we are not supposed to judge the outward appearance. We are not supposed to judge the intention or hidden purposes of the heart. Then what and how are we supposed to judge? You have to ask that. So right judgment looks like restoring the person who is caught in sin, according to Galatians 6, verse 1 to 6, and Matthew 7, 1 to 5 is one of the most widely quoted phrases. I, I wanted to start with this when we did the introduction, but then I said, if I start with this verse, because it's quoted mostly, then we are going to miss the whole the whole theme of this, of this topic. And so I said, I'm going to reserve this verse for this day when we get deeper and deeper in this topic. It says, and I know you've heard it, judge not that you be not judged. And Jesus is not commanding us to never judge, but rather. He is challenging our heart as we walk through judgment before before we seek to call out another sister or or a brother's sin. Before before you point a finger at me. Before you call me out, before you criticize me, before you talk about me or about that brother, about that sister. Jesus is cautioning us and saying we must check the motives and the intentions of our heart. We have to check our inwards. Jesus' sharp head here is to keep us from putting our own foot in our mouth. If we are not repentant, if we are not humble as we walk through, holding someone else accountable, the judgment will fall back on our own head. Because the Bible says the same measure, the same measure you measure with me, the same judgment you lay on, on someone else, it's the same, same judgment that will be laid on you. So before you you do that, before you judge someone, now check yourself, do a, a soul search. So as we seek to judge rightly, we should do so slowly and with unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart and a humble mind according to First Peter 3, 8 to 12. I'm paraphrasing these scriptures, but I'm going to type them there so that if you want to read them further, you should read them. So it comes to the place where now we ask, how should we respond when someone is offended by what they perceive to be judgment? I mentioned this yesterday. I said because sometimes somebody's intentions are good until proven otherwise, you know sometimes okay you, <laughs> you some people may may just judge you maybe they judged you and they, they offended you maybe they were doing it the intentions were okay and they, yeah let's just use that yeah the rule of thumb that the intentions are are good until proven otherwise so the the bible encourages us in colossians 3 12 to 13 encourages us that we are one body in christ and we are to lovingly seek reconciliation with one another and it says put on then as god chosen one holy and beloved compassionate heart kindness humility meekness and patience bearing with one another and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. And Jesus warns in Matthew six fourteen to 15, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, their sins, your Father will not forgive your sin. Romans 12, 17 to 21 commands us to never repay evil for evil. Instead, we are to be a people that are quick to seek reconciliation. Listen to that word quick to seek reconciliation, quick to listen and quick to forgive, remembering just how much Christ has forgiven us. And so, I know, and as I I speak this, there is that heaviness and weight in my spirit because I know that there are countless of believers that have been hurt and offended by other fellow believers because of this judgment. You have been offended because people judged you. They talked, they pinpointed, they criticized you. And in the process... You were offended, you were hurt, you felt betrayed, and you've held grudges, you've had bitterness. I am calling you again today to forgiveness. And tomorrow we are going to get time to pray and to seek the grace of God to forgive all those that have hurt us through this area of judging that the lord is going to heal all our wounds shalom shalom this is pastor lucy painter with your daily insight this is judging day four thank you for your continued support and encouragement to the making of the daily insights